0: Flight Cadet Serena, reporting for duty, Captain.
1: (laughs) What is this, a joke?
2: No. I just wanted to surprise you. I've been in training ever since Adama opened up the program to replace the pilots we lost.
0: Training? You've been in training to... A shuttle cadet who has just finished her first solo. Would you excuse us for a senton, Boxy?
1: Okay. Come on, Muffet, they're gonna argue. We
0: are not going to argue. Yes, they are.
2: Yes, we are. You didn't even tell me. No one told me, does my father know?
0: No, he doesn't get a report on every cadet in the fleet.
2: It's too dangerous, I won't let you do it. Oh,
0: you don't have any choice. Serena, we're about to be married. What does that have to do with it? Your own sister's a pilot. And a warrior. She's my sister, not my wife to be. Oh, and if that's what it's all about. We can take care of that.
1: Hi, everyone, and welcome to Smoking and Drinking in Space. This is a sci fi podcast from a couple guys who think they know sci fi i'm jason i'm red and this week we have special guest host again rob is on with us say hi rob hello rob and we're gonna talk about battlestar galactica the one that started them all we're discussing episodes four and five lost planet of the gods part one and two but first we'll go over some sci-fi news what do you got for us this week red
0: actually i have a couple um i saw that uh Keanu Reeves has a movie coming out in a year. I'm intrigued. Replicants.
1: Replicants, that sounds good.
0: Doesn't look too bad. Uh, in the trailer, I don't know if this is too much of a spoiler, you know how I feel about trailers. Uh, apparently he is a scientist and he loses his family and through the miracle of cloning and Uber Dorito chip computer processors is able to take his dead family and put them inside clone.
1: And then some Things Russian mob wrong. guys <clears throat> killed his clone family, and he goes back on on a rampage against them.
0: Not, uh, well, and there's also a tour of wild mustangs. Oh, okay. Or okay. wild stallions, wild stallions. So, weren't the replicants a race on Battle uh, or on uh, Stargate? Yes, the replicants, but this is uh, this was called replicas. Oh, replicas. Okay. Replicas. Replicas. They can. Re- <laughs> Because And then uh, Sci-Fi maybe. Channel has uh, a limited run series coming out by uh, Game of Thrones boy, Captain Beard, R.M.M. Oh, Mark yes, yes. Um, uh, looks pretty decent, called Nightflyer. Yes. Mm-hmm. When's that coming out? That's, That's going to come out in December. Yeah. George
1: R. 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 Martin actually wrote that book, I think, before he did uh, the, uh, the Game of Thrones series, the Song of Fire oh, Okay, and I.
0: Is it Well, it looks, it looks spooky, and uh, apparently the, the general premise from the like 35-second trailer that I saw that they had up is uh, Earth's Dying. The Night Flyer is the name of a ship with a crew. And uh, they're going out to contact aliens and hopefully find something they can bring back home to save the Earth. But uh, they're going to find a lot more than help. They're going to find terror. Dun, dun,
1: dun. Mm.
0: Pretty much. <laughs> That's what I got. Yeah. That's my news. I have
1: seen the previews for, uh, uh, what was it called? Wild Child or Wild... What was it?
0: I don't know what the hell you're talking about.
1: Oh, my Replicants? God. Replicants? No. flyer. Yeah, night flyers. <laughs> oh,
0: okay, <That laughs> a wild
1: child came well, from. Well, I think he's also done a series t- called that too. Maybe I've got those reversed, but yeah, I, I saw the trailers for the the new sci-fi series. I so. think you're just pulling shit out of your ass. Well, that may be too. I may be doing that too. Well, so what I've got this week is um, if either of you haven't seen it yet, the Netflix series "Haunting of Hill House" is excellent. It being Halloween season and everything. Uh, it's it's a horror series. Um, I don't know if they'll have a second season. I don't think they need a second season. I think they <laughs> left it off pretty well. Um, but excellent series. So it's it's ten episodes. Okay. Very very good. Cool. Uh, the second piece of news I have is it looks like Rescue might be joining in Avengers four. Ah, you took my news. You oh bitch. no, I should have let you go first. That's okay. Well, you want to tell that's us okay. about that? Well, it looks like rescues
3: might be joining us in Avengers Four. That's all I have because that's all you said. No, I'm just kidding.
0: <laughs> Is uh, that it, the mice that get on the bird? No, no that's, that's, rescue Re- that's rescue <laughs> rangers.
3: That's rescue rangers. Now it looks like uh, looks like Gwyneth Paltrow. Wait, wait, it, wait!
0: Right? No, that's the Mighty Morphin Power Rescuers. Hey, sure. Do we have those? Sure. That pink yeah. ranger. Oh. <laughs> anyway.
1: Well, tell us
3: uh,
0: more.
3: Oh, well, I was just going to say uh, Gwyneth Paltrow plays Pepper Potts. Uh, she posted, what was it, on Instagram? A, uh, a photo of her in what looked like an Iron Man. Power Ranger outfit. Iron Man ish type suit. Is it pink? No, it was like bluish, uh, and uh, yeah, they kind of they've been kind of hinting at there would be some new uh, person that had to, or some people had to step up to um, help Hel- the help Avengers get out of it, it after a scene. <laughs> sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that kind of movie. It's you being been. Uh, you might want to wipe
1: your chin there, red.
3: Yeah, it's being written by, or, uh, or uh, filmed by, uh, instead of Disney,
0: Pornhub. <laughs> I knew there was some good news in this. <sighs> yeah.
1: Um, yeah they're,
3: they're not calling it, they're calling it Avengers 4, uh Quest for the... Quest
1: uh, for
0: the back door? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> okay,
1: to turn this back from the dark path that it's gone down. Um, oh, it's only dark because we're in the back door.
0: Mighty oh. Power Ranger, Thrust uh, well, Rangers. Well, in the same
3: vein is in the same vein as uh, uh, superhero stuff. Uh, they posted a new picture of uh, Ruby Rose in uh, Batwoman costume for the Arrowverse. Oh, more costume! So I
1: saw the first picture that they posted of her in the Bat Batwoman costume, and I, uh, yeah. I wasn't wasn't impressed. I mean, it it looked okay.
0: Well, but what if it was Keanu Reeves in a bath? Oh well, yeah. I mean, with chewable Viagra tablets out of a Pez (laughs) dispenser, it's gonna be a long night.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so uh, yeah, they posted some pictures of that for their little annual crossover thing. Uh, it doesn't look too bad. Um, I'm a f- I'm I'm am assuming, because they tend to do this anyway, that uh, the costume will change up a little bit uh, between the crossover and then when we actually see her in her solo flick, that or solo series, that is supposed to be happening. So they you know they might
0: add a little bit more, and uh, Red's gonna like this a little bit more leather. Well, actually, I just got through this evening watching the trailer for the Solo movie, and I don't know why so many people are hating on it. It looks like a lot of fun. I'm going to watch it. The Solo Batwoman? No, just Solo movie.
1: No, Solo uh, Star Wars story.
0: Oh,
3: I got you.
1: Yeah, we haven't seen it yet. We're behind the curve, so.
3: Oh, you guys haven't seen it?
1: No, we haven't seen it. I got busy.
0: Solo dies, by the way. Of course he does. Of course he does, yeah. And the Millennium Falcon blows up, and Chewie gets gets a job as a nair consultant. I'm I'm there with you. I've heard it all.
1: Yeah. All right. So the last uh, news item that I have is so NASA has named an unofficial constellation after a Godzilla.
0: No way. Yeah. So that's <laughs> pronounced Gojira.
1: Oh, sorry, sorry. My pronunciation is off. No, they have a, a constellation gonna... map of uh, gamma ray burst. Uh, constellations. So, um, you think
0: they would have went with Hulk?
1: Well, they they do have one of the Hulk. Do they really? Yeah,
0: that is so cool. All
1: right, Rob, you got anything else? Mm, no, not really.
3: No, well, uh, it's it's kind of lacking this week.
1: We're in that lull, you know. Right the uh, the Halloween horror. Glut and sci-fi lull. Yeah,
0: <coughs> I hear you. <laughs> I'm going well, go to go watch Halloween them. stuff that looks like good to me. I'm, I'm rather disappointed.
1: Oh, but have you seen the trailer for the new Halloween movie with Jamie Lee Curtis in it? Your girl?
0: Oh yes, yes. I have. I have not. I have intentionally not seen the trailer. I do want to see the film. I just haven't gotten out to do it yet. It looks pretty good. I've heard a lot of people say it's good. I just hope they kept true to the show and a lot of spooky and not so much blood and guts. Oh, come on. The original Halloween was was fairly gory. Fairly, but not like they went through the 80s and 90s. I don't I don't I'm not into slasher films. I like horror films. There is a difference.
1: So you're not into gore?
0: Not not so much. Like I've never seen a Saw movie. I've never seen a Hostel movie. Okay, I've never so seen any of the Centipede
1: Saw, movies. Hostel, Centipede. Those aren't gore movies. Those that's fucking torture porn is what that is. Those are yeah. I just you know, but, you know,
0: I'll I'll go you know, and I'm looking up horror online, and those things come up, and I'm just like meh. I
1: yeah, that's true. oh my god. Yeah, those are those are awful.
0: I like I like you know. Honestly, I think the the one of the scariest movies I saw was a couple of years ago. Rented it, very much a fan of it. Um, I would not mind owning this movie, and that was the visit.
1: I don't think that I've seen that one. Film.
0: Couple of kids get to go. Uh, there's a, a broken family, and mom is sending the kids to her parents' house for the summer because she's very busy and she wants the kids to connect and get with the family. And grandma and grandpa aren't right. <laughs> <laughs> There's this one there's this one scene, this isn't giving anything away, but uh older teenage daughter is helping grandma in the kitchen and grandma's asking her to help her clean the oven. And at one point she said, Well, you're never gonna get get it clean like that. Just climb on in. Ah. Just climb in there. <laughs> uh. Oh man. Yeah, there is some there is some issues. This is a jacked up family, and it's got some good jumps in it. Real good jumps. Good.
1: All right, well, let's say we do the pod crawl, shall we?
0: Oh, let's crawl. Get on down here, Rob. I'll let you crawl by me. We can call it, I don't know, say a pod crawl. The pod crawl. Pod crawl. Pod Crawl, pod crawl, excellent, insert Pod podcrawl. Kind of like a space suppository full of information.
2: At a lavish dinner party for Adama and his closest friends and family, it's announced that Apollo and Serena are going to tie the knot. Starbuck quickly exits stage left when Athena gives him marriage eyes, but then plays the uh. jealous boyfriend with Apollo <laughs> later when he reveals his man crush. While on a recon mission on an asteroid that is shaped, sized and gassed like a planet, Boomer and Jolly catch the space flu and skip their inoculation when they return to the ship to make it to the bachelor party and get shit-faced before all the good booze is gone. <laughs> the typhoids Mary infect the rest of the fighter jocks except for Apollo Buck, and Adama recruits all the lady shuttle pilots to become Viper pilots. Apollo does a convincing caveman impression when he insists that Serena is not allowed to become a pilot because she is going to be his wife, but relents when she points out the flaw in his logic and reminds him that marriage does not equal ownership. (laughs) In order to get a cure for the space flu, the Galactica doctor needs to head back to the not an asteroid to get space flu samples, but there's a Cylon base there and no fighter pilots to protect them. Adama calls for the immediate activation of all the new Viper recruits and sends them to their doom led by Apollo Buck. The Cylons discover them when they get to the base and attack, but they are no match for the expert rookie pilots who have never flown, much less fought, in a Viper and are decimated without taking a single Viper with them. Everyone celebrates and to congratulate a job well done Adama orders the fleet to fly into a giant space butthole. Meanwhile, Baltar, dressed like the Sheriff of Nottingham, orders the capture of a Viper pilot to further his evil plans. Being the bumbling morons they are, the Centurions following the Galactica can't seem to quite stay out of sensor range, so Starbuck, Apollo and Serena race out into the void to see what's out there. Starbuck gets caught in a Cylon flying circus and brought back to the base star where Baltar sets him up with deluxe accommodations. Serena wants to take the opportunity presented by Starbuck's absence to finally tie the knot with Apollo and during their nuptials the Star of Kobol reveals itself blessing their union, the crew head down to planet Egypt, where the ancient ruins were back Egypt. if they enter, but enter they do. They hmm. find a tomb in Baltar, and with the magical power of the pulsar that somehow doesn't fry everything on the planet, a subchamber opens and tells <laughs> the story of the 13 tribes leaving the hellhole sons. that is Kobol. Assuming the flesh bag, Baltar got himself killed. Lucifer orders an attack on the planet, which interrupts the Galactica Beach Party, and the Viper pilots take to the skies to repel the attack aided by the space flu crew, who aren't quite recovered. In the crypt, rocks fall and everyone almost dies as the Adamas leave Baltar trapped beneath rubble. Just as they get outside and meet up with Starbuck and Athena, Serena is shot in the back by a Cylon and everyone stands around watching as Apollo holds his dying wife. Back at the Galactica, a still dying Serena says her deathbed goodbyes to Apollo and Boxy, Apollo reassures Boxy and rolls sad tear jerking credits.
0: Yeah, you should never marry the star of a show.
1: Especially when the star of that show decided to leave. I'm thinking she
0: was wearing some Star Trek security underwear. <laughs> red, sexy early. red, baby.
1: All right. So, what do you guys think of these episode? Or this episode. It was a two parter.
0: Absolutely perfect. No problems whatsoever. Yep, yep.
1: I figured that's what you would say. Um, I've got enjoyed, enjoyed it more thoroughly. I have got some questions about this so-called perfect episode. So That's I I, th- episode. I thought it was interesting that uh one of the things that Adama said at first was uh if he were a man who was 100 years younger. That motherfucker is over 100 years old. Yes. How long do these fuckers live? Over 100 years. They
3: have you medical think? science miracles. Yet apparently they can't invest in face masks. For right.
0: Pilots. Well, I haven't. I haven't ever heard exactly how long they live. I do know that they are from a much heavier gravity environment, which you'll see uh, if and when we ever get to Galactica nineteen eighty. They're it's like, on
1: the list. I'm I'm crossing my like, fingers you like, don't come across it though.
0: They're like three times as strong as a as a typical human.
1: Holy shit. They come from a world with three times the gravity of Earth.
0: Pretty close. Well, judging by what you can see them do once they're on Earth, yeah. Jeez. There's a there's an episode where the where the kids uh from the Galactica Um They basically take their smart children and seed them in as orphans on on the the planet to try and help foster along humanity and these kids are in a uh, softball game and so they're, they're basically they're, being told dude you cannot do a 15 foot vertical flat-footed okay people will notice
1: so they're trying to create their own eugenics project
0: uh not so much eugenics because they're they're human just like we are um well th- this the just the
1: eugenics that, project thing was over humans too
0: Yeah, I understand, but they're not trying to improve the breed. They're just trying to improve the knowledge. They're doing it for an acclimation. It's it's a cultural thing. But they need to breed with us in order to do that? Huh?
1: They need to breed with us in order to do that?
0: No, they're just trying to get their kids used to human society. And they're trying to get human society slowly exposed to the smarter, you know, colonial kids that are being that they intend on filtering into the planet over the next several generations hmm so it's not I wouldn't call it eugenics it's more of an infiltration you know but I was uh, infiltrated last night
1: <laughs> <laughs> I remember that
0: but no I thought it was I thought I thought this was a really good episode I enjoyed it Lucifer. I thought it was interesting how uh, he, he made the statement that he is the same series Cylon as the new Imperius leader. As Lord Helmut's they look nothing alike. Right. So I guess, you know, don't judge a book by its cover. Right. But, um, yeah, I mean, the tactics, I mean, you could argue the tactics and you can argue how clumsy the Cylons are and this, that, and the other. But in general, I thought it was kind of neat. Uh how they, uh, believe me, the episodes, there's a couple of real campy ones coming up.
2: More uh, so, general
0: than what I've seen already? Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, the next one. The very next episode is a throwback to Gunsmoke. <laughs> no way. In the Wild West. Oh, yeah.
1: Oh, my oh, goodness. Yeah.
0: In fact, the special guest star on there, uh you're going to come across, uh, am, am I thinking... No, no, no! I'm wrong. I'm wrong. But there is an episode on the on this series where you get to see a couple of androids on a human planet they come across on their way to Earth, and one of the androids is played by the man that played the scarecrow in the Wizard of Oz. Oh, so I can't think of that actor's name. But no, I thought this was pretty good. You know, they've got they're 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 following the scriptures, and they've uh, Located Cobalt, the origins of humanity. Right. Of course, there's no humans left. They found the way home, but they didn't get a chance to copy it down.
1: Yeah, <laughs> Cobalt is
0: destroyed. Egypt. Well, yeah, it's
3: probably closer to like Arizona.
1: No, no, it's it's Egypt. Did you did you not see them land on Cobalt there with the pyramids and the Sphinx and mm. the the ruins?
0: Not yet. Yeah, but if you look real closely at the people there, I think they just found some Egyptians that hey, would you put on these clothes? It's cheaper us to send the costumes to you to send the people there.
1: No, they did. They actually had stand-ins on location to film those Egyptian scenes, and uh, the, that's what I'm saying.
0: Those were stand-ins. That yeah. was not the real actors.
1: No, it wasn't. And actually, the actor that stand-in stood in for Serena was male because Egypt had a uh, a law against females right. wearing men clothes wearing men's clothing
0: shakespearean of them
1: right i thought it was really cool to see uh rick from magnum pi in this episode that was neat
0: yeah he has a recurring role also ed Bagley jr
1: yes i saw him too they were he's, they were he's the frat the boys who, on the
0: show now from this point
1: forward right they were the frat boys who got That's the bachelor bean. bachelor party i can't together. think of i can't mm-hmm. think of
0: magnum pi rick's handle but Ed Bagley's his his call sign's Green Bean.
1: It's Giles, isn't it? Or Giles? Uh uh
0: Yeah, okay, so that's who Green Bean is.
3: I actually laughed yesterday. Um I was watching the first three and I saw a special guest star so and so as Sergeant Greenbean.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was like That's Ed Begley Seriously? Begley
3: Jr. Seriously, Green Bean?
0: Yep. Hey man, you gotta get your start somewhere.
3: Well, I mean they got all these other handles, you
0: know, Apollo, Athena. You but know? what's really cool, though, is I have not heard King of anybody that's, that was on the original Battlestar show that have any uh, misgivings about saying, yeah, I was on the show. They're actually rather proud of it.
1: Well, I mean, so don't get me wrong. This has actually been pretty entertaining, um, the episodes <clears> that I've, <throat> I've watched. But the writing is so weak on this. I mean, come on. Oh, yeah. The writing is probably the weakest part of this. And it's surprising that it was... As good it is as it is, with because the writing. Because back when this
0: came out, everybody was like me. We didn't want writing. We wanted pew pew while we watched in our underoos.
1: I, obviously, because I mean, some of this shit makes absolutely no fucking sense. Like, so Apollo and Serena are getting married. Okay, that's fine. Well, this is. I mean, they totally rushed that entire thing. They they announced that they're getting married at at dinner. And then they're pretty much married by the second day.
3: Well, no, no, it was it was uh, it was a couple Centrons or MegatrONS or Megatron. something,
1: <laughs> uh, you know, of- two and a half Optimus Primes.
0: Yes. Listen, hey, <laughs> hey, both of you need to read your cut corner memo that I sent. Oh
1: shit. Um. Apparently, Apollo has never seen black before because one of the comments he makes whenever they they find the space butthole is, it almost looks black. Well, no, it looks black. That's that's what black looks like.
3: No, no, no. See, see, that's because uh, while they were filming it, you know, it was probably like a blue blue construction paper thing on the wall <laughs> and he got confused right. and then, you know, they added it in post. Uh, right. Yeah. You know, yeah. there's a Navy blue, they they forgot <laughs> to add the the face mask in post. Uh, that That's the weirdest the thing to me. Blue. Their helmets, their helmets serve absolutely no purpose. Look at no how purpose. progressive
0: Glenn Larson was. We got female fighter pilots.
1: Right. Yeah. After they were, after they were shuttle pilots that, They promoted to fighter pilots because they had no choice. And before that, Serena wasn't even going to be a fighter pilot because her soon-to-be husband said no. Woman, yeah, I liked I liked her uh, her comeback and said, "Well, fine, we won't get married. How's that for you?" But then you and
3: you also got to like their flight suits. You know, they got to wear those uh, compression suits. That right,
1: the G suits,
3: (laughs) G suits, leotard with uh, strategically placed. Bathing suit underwear.
1: Yeah, I noticed that they haven't had any shots
0: you know, of the honestly, dudes in the G
3: suits. That. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> most most of the dudes, they they pop
0: open and it's hairy. It's a hairy chest. I didn't even I didn't even notice that honestly. I turn into a kid every time I watch this. <laughs> <episode. laughs> yeah, now <laughs>
3: isn't? I didn't even notice. Okay, that. Okay, so Athena is apollo's sister right yes yes and they make this whole big you know uh, apollo's wife person jane seymour makes this whole big thing of well athena is a fighter pilot yet when they're doing training athena doesn't look like she knows her ass in from a joyce well, she's she's not a fighter pilot she, she was
2: she's a, a warrior. Pilot.
3: she's
0: not a pilot so uh,
3: she's a, a warrior pilot. what's a warrior
0: well, there's, it's like saying, you know, you're a Marine. You can be a Marine and not be a Marine fighter pilot.
3: Gotcha. Okay. Well, because, you know, from so far all warriors are, uh, you know, j- uh, fighter jocks.
0: Well, and on this Viper show, jockeys. all females are in non-combat roles. Mm, yes, yes. Which it's... was not unlike uh, the United States up until about 15, 20 years ago.
1: Has it been that long? I didn't even think it was that long.
0: We've had females in combat, I want to say, in the air for the last 15 years. Oh, okay. So female fighter fighter pilots, pilots, yes. But as far as putting them down on the ground, that's only been about the last six years. And that's in limited number because I am very happy to say that I agree with the DOD's uh, directive that if you can pull the same load as a male, then we'll put you in the unit. And there hasn't been a whole lot of women. that There are some, but there haven't been a whole lot of women that can do it.
1: What do you mean pull the same load?
0: That means tug on your junk. Go, long go the same distance, carrying the same amount of weight in the gear and everything. They expect everybody to be able to do a, a minimum criteria on the physical abilities. I have a cousin that uh, was a lieutenant in the Army, a nurse, and they had adjusted uh, physical criteria for uh, the males and the females in the United States Army. And this was in the uh, 80s and 90s. And for example, on a mass unit, she was, she was deployed in a mass unit during the war, uh, Gulf, uh, not Gulf War, but Desert Storm. And prior uh, to qualifying you know, to be in the combat medical out on the front, you had to be able to unload equipment and load equipment within a certain amount of time. And all the females in her unit got to move the stuff, but they got step, uh, wooden steps they were allowed to use to get in and out of the, of the trucks, whereas the male members did not. And the cases that the women were moving were empty as opposed to the fully loaded cases that the men were moving. Hmm. They called it gender normalization. Okay. And I'm glad that they don't do that. Anymore. You know, if your typical combat soldier's got to carry 80 pounds of gear, then I think you ought to be able to move 80 pounds of gear.
1: Well, right. I just don't know of, I mean, I don't know of a lot of females who wouldn't be able to do that with some, you know, physical training. Sure,
0: sure, sure. Yeah, I'm not saying a woman can't do it. I'm just saying they're not gender normalizing it. But I think that's probably one of the issues that, you know, they were looking at when this came out was because at the time, the United States military and a lot of militaries didn't have women in actual combat, save, of course, you know, like the Israelis. Right. But even, but even they talked about how it was difficult in the initial phases, the transition, because the men would expend too much time trying to save female soldiers that were downed as opposed to what they would spend against a male Member of the unit that was down, they had to get over that uh, protect the women mentality and just start looking at everybody as a uniform, you know. Right. Yeah, but I mean, and that's probably why Apollo didn't want his girlfriend going up in there in the fighter ship. Well, I, you know, I have expected him to knock her over the head
3: and drag her by her hair. Right.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's there's not wanting your loved one
0: to go into. You know, the map of danger,
1: and then there's guys take your twenty first
0: century ideals and throw them away. Right. This is nineteen seventy nine. Seventy eight. Not even the good nineteen seventy-nine. It was fine. Oh my heavens. I hope we never review any of the old fifties things where the where the women are referred to as dames. Check out the gams on that dame over there. So uh, that well, was
1: that was speech of the time. <laughs> I mean, I don't. I wouldn't. Wouldn't really recommend anybody use that t- that type of speech now. But
0: I don't think they know what the hell you're saying, <laughs> right? What the fuck is a gam? That's their legs. <laughs> I know it's, what a gam o- is. It's an overcooked. Well, potato. well no. I, for sweet for potato. Rob's benefit, oh, okay. he's the junior of this group. That's I know true. what a gam is. Whatever. It's an overcooked
3: sweet potato.
0: Oh. Shit.
1: <laughs> oh my uh, god. <sighs> oh, jeez.
0: Anyway, I thought it was awesome. I thought the girls were great. They kicked butt. I really got a kick out of the character Bree, how they intentionally gave her a helmet that was too big, and she looked like Daddy's little princess.
1: Right. Hair
0: messed up. There's a big girl. Look at her shoot them Cylons.
1: So if, uh, you know, the Galactica and Apollo and Athena and Cassiopeia and... You know, everybody's named after, like, Greek mythology. Why do they have Egyptian helmets and the lords of Cobol, you know, lived in Egypt? Because they and- got it
0: all wrong on Earth. The 13th tribe were a bunch of slow-minded troglodytes. <laughs> bunch of knuckle dragon mouth-breathers. Gotcha,
1: gotcha. And I like the asteroid that was as big as a planet... And had atmosphere. And had that atmosphere. that threw me
0: off. Uh, as soon as I saw that, I was like, I thought they happens, got on an asteroid. That happens three times in Star Trek the original series. So and has
1: cool. a breathable
0: atmosphere. Mm-hmm. It happens all the time. All of them. Well, obviously. I bet you they everything. got styrofoam boulders too. Yeah, yeah. Everything well, Yeah, had a breathable did you atmosphere. did you
1: notice when Jolly was like uh pushed up against the the rock that they were leaning up against that he and Boomer were leaning up against? It like it was st- like soft and squishy,
0: it moved underneath. Jolly's him. always been soft and squishy. Well, no,
1: Jolly wasn't soft and squishy. The rock underneath him was soft and squishy.
0: <laughs> okay, well, I thought we were going a different direction. No, something I soft and squishy. Your
1: your man crush for Jolly is well known. I like Jolly. Jolly,
0: Jolly, 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 Jolly. It's like jelly, but jolly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I loved I loved that throne that Baltar has That, that swings around and allows him To just kind of rel- Oh yeah but see back. that's
0: that All oh. the imperious leaders
1: have that And he had that man spread going Kick
0: Well that just shows how Open he is to the ideas of those Around him His uh-huh. body language
1: Yeah yeah
0: but yeah, all the imperious leaders on 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 the Bay Stars—that's just the captain's chair.
1: No, I, I get it. I remember seeing Lord Helmet's dad in the same chair, <laughs> uh, but I don't remember Lord Helmet's dad sitting back with his nuts on the the bottom of the chair, just kind of no. Didn't out. didn't see his
0: nuts because he wasn't wearing those Bermuda shorts. He was wearing his trousers. Thank you right. very much. <laughs> Uh, but no, this was a great episode. It was uh, holding up true and strong to the Battlestar Galactica legacy.
1: Did anybody get a flashback of Zork when Adama was looking at that uh, that history on his uh, computer console? Mm. No. Oh come on! You didn't. You didn't see the no
0: the eight bit graphics and the the no. big fat text. No, I did not. You did? Everything was great. <laughs> I didn't even think of a single Alpo commercial. <laughs> Alpo. I guess you're referring to that
3: god awful dog thing. Well, no, no. He, yeah, Lauren Green did a <laughs> lot of Alpo. Oh, oh, I gotcha. I gotcha. Gotcha. Oh, oh, before you young.
0: were born. <laughs> yes, apparently.
1: Oh,
3: apparently. my God. He was
0: also <laughs> on a show called The Big Valley. <laughs>
1: Uh he was on Gunsmoke too, wasn't he? Uh
0: if it was, it was just a guest starring role. No, he had he had his boys, he had his own Western TV series.
1: Oh, I thought it was on Gunsmoke for some reason.
0: You had that actor, I can't think of his name. He was one of the hotties my mom used to go crazy about. He played Trapper John M D. The character crossover from MASH in the early eighties. Which trapper? The, the one the that actors, nah. the one that
1: had his own series, or the one that was on Mash?
0: The one that had his own series. That actor, I can't think oh, of his name yeah, escapes I don't know. me at the moment. But he was a real big, hairy chested, tough guy from the '60s. And uh, no, before you had Michael Landon, Michael Landon was the the youngest boy of uh, the Big Valley and the. the, the, the Middle brother was a guy, his character's name was Hoss. He was just this big corn-fed brute. Was he dumb? No. It wasn't. They ran a a cattle ranch. It It was not on for several years.
1: It wasn't Big Valley. It was Bonanza.
0: Was it Bonanza? I thought it was Big Valley. No, it was Bonanza. Ah. But yes, Lauren Green is a very accomplished actor.
1: Yeah, God, he was on Bonanza from 1959 to 1973.
0: Yeah. It's on for a while. Michael Landon won The Little House on the Prairie. Right. And then Highway to Heaven. Right. And then Heaven. Got the cancer. Which is also kind of cool because he went on to sci-fi, right? And then Michael Landon, who had physical contact and shared oxygen with Lauren Green, he didn't do any sci-fi, but the little girl, Melissa Gilbert, that played... Half Pint on The Little House on the Prairie. Laurie Mary Bruce Boxleitner.
1: Who played, what's his face on?
0: Captain yeah, Sheridan Captain on Sheridan Babylon, Babylon, 5, Babylon 5. And then she came back and played his uh, TV wife when they were really married in the real world on Babylon 5.
1: Oh, oh yeah. I didn't see that. Oh, yeah. Because Babylon 5 had that, that unfortunate... Problem where Fox just kind of no idea what network
0: was going to be playing it or when. God, I hated that. Even TV Guide was clueless.
1: Yeah that that series just got fucked.
0: And it was an awesome series, and I look forward to doing that one.
1: Yeah, I do too. Oh, so one of the things I wanted to discuss is why the Cylons are so fucking incompetent in this show. Oh, shit.
0: I mean, they're not. The humans are just that much better.
1: What the fuck ever? So, you've got an entire squadron of people (laughs) who have never flown a goddamn Viper before, and they're taking out Cylons like they're sitting still.
0: Well, yeah. I mean,
1: they can barely control those fucking Vipers, and they're just shooting Cylons out of the sky like swatting mosquitoes.
3: Well, the Cylons are a little slow, you know, because they, they, they're they all crammed up into that little cockpit. They're programmed by you. Apple.
1: Nah. <laughs> I bet you if <laughs> Here you goes our Apple Cylon
0: sponsorship. out. Oh, yeah. PC versus Apple. Uh, no, they're worse. They're Commodores.
1: Hey, I liked the Commodore back in the day.
0: Uh, yeah, the Commodore was good. What about the TRS-80?
1: I didn't care for that too much.
0: Oh, here's one. Let's go even further back. What about the Timex?
1: Never had one of those.
0: Oh, God, yeah. Touchpad.
1: And I love the lack of, like, any kind of discipline on the Galactica.
0: What are you talking about?
1: Well, I mean, so the Colonel knows that a whole bunch of people stole a whole bunch of booze for the bachelor party. Okay, so that I can kind of get over. But then Jolly and Boomer decide, ah, fuck decontamination. De- de- we don't need to <st-> do that. So they can go get along, go get in line for the booze at the party.
3: Well, and 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 if you notice, decontamination is like clear across the ship. Right, from right where they come in right so so you know oh we got decontaminated but you know we contaminated 14 billion people in between here and there the entire flight crew is is dead you right. know
1: and why did why did apollo and starbuck have to decontaminate they were in their viper the entire fucking time
0: oh Choke and fucking die, choke and fucking <laughs> die Choke and die, dumb motherfuckers <laughs> Oh, that's right, that's right They may have gotten Void Virus <laughs> I'm sorry, what?
1: Nothing, nothing. We were just uh, discussing amongst ourselves on how awesome this television show is.
0: And I'm proud of you for that. It's okay to let your intergalactica fan come out.
1: But it hurts when I let my intergalactica fan come out.
0: Mmm. Just let it happen. Don't force it. I'm still waiting for
3: Caprica Six to come out.
0: Caprica Six. Yeah. What's that? Trisha Helfner. Helfer. Helfer. Dude, she wasn't even born yet. I know, but I'm waiting. Well, no, I take it back. I think Trisha Helfer, I think we need some research on the fly here. Let me check. Do it. Do it. All right. Okay, she was born in 74, so she was five.
1: So she probably watched this show, too.
0: Dude, you are so sick. She was five years old and in Canada. Canadian. Oh, well, then, never mind. She was working on a farm, man. She knows how to tear apart an engine. It tore apart my heart.
1: You make a lot of assumptions about people who live on farms. <laughs>
0: No, I actually saw her in an interview once. She said that she knows how to do work. You know, she can uh, rebuild a carburetor. She's she's replaced the rear ends and, and everything on uh, tractors oh, okay. and combines. She's real handy with a set of tools.
1: Okay.
0: She said, in fact, that if there's ever a problem with her car, she has to fix it. Her husband's clueless. you real handy with my
3: set of tools. Oh, no. Yeah, but no. your set
1: of tools are so tiny.
3: Micro tools, you can you can uh, use them on micro machines right. Dude,
0: micro machines are so cool And Battlestar Galactica happens to have some micro machines out there Do they really? More research on the fly, thank you very much
1: <laughs> well, While you're researching on the fly I wanted to point out that the, the ruins that they took uh, Images of in Egypt Were much more detailed than the ruins that they had on the set that they were walking through
0: all right, so the micro <laughs> machines that are out are <laughs> he totally awesome. Ignores that. They're diecast metal. I happen to have a few. They're not toys. When you're my age, they're collectible miniatures. They're toys, but you can—they're not toys. They're collectible miniatures. They've got Vipers. They've got uh, uh, now most of these, unfortunately, are for the newer series. But you can get a couple that are reminiscent of the older show like the original Viper and Cylon Raider, but those are very difficult to get. Since we're going off on tangents. This is not a tangent. This is Micro Machine.
1: This is him trying to steer it away from, you know, all the flaws in the show.
3: What flaws?
1: There are no flaws. You're right. I have a valid question. What?
3: All right. So so they redo the show, right? Yep. All right, make a make a better Battlestar Galactica.
0: Not better, different.
1: Define better.
0: You know, uh, uh, not near as bad. <laughs>
1: um. Anyway, well, it was nice having you as a guest host, Rob. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's unfortunate that you'll never be able to do it again because we
2: be
3: <laughs> No, no. Okay, so they make the they make the the other Battlestar Galactica. Uh, same characters, you know. You got your Starbuck, your your Apollo, your Adame, all all that kind of stuff, right? No Athena. No Athena. No, they I mean, have Athena. They have Athena. Athena, but not not Athena's sister. Right. 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 Anyway, so so we got that. We got all this. Um, oh, you know, and they create new Cylons. Uh, new concept there. It, then they bring back the old Cylons in a couple of the episodes.
0: Yes. For continuity. They're, saying, they're basically saying that the, the original series was what William Adama, as a young pilot, a young warrior, had to fight against.
3: Okay, so who's the Adama in the original series now? Is that like Granddaddy Adama?
0: No, that's part of the whole reincarnation thing. This has happened before, it'll happen again. It's just there's similar trends in the, in the technology and whatnot. For example, um, if you're going to design certain tools, even though they might be different from one civilization to another, they're going to have a similar form for the similar function. A hammer from ancient Egypt may not be identical to a hammer from the Aztec Empire, but they are going to be similar because they have a similar job. Okay. So, apparently, all Cylons need an eye that won't focus on anything.
1: Yes. Just the way God intended it.
0: Well, the gods, plural. No. No, right, you're right, no, right, you're right, because there's the god. Exactly, yeah.
1: He said, one god.
0: That's right. You are correct, sir.
1: It's the new Battlestar that has multiple gods.
0: No, the old Battlestar had multiple gods. The new Battlestar is the one that came up with the with the monotheism deal, well, and that was unique Adama to some in radical epi- humans and to the Cylons.
1: Adama in this episode mentioned just one god,
0: right? Well, there is there is God, but there is he's talking to like Zeus. They still believe in a pantheon.
1: You sure about that? Because I hadn't heard anything about that.
0: Get up, get up, get up to nineteen eighty.
1: Okay, well, we're talking we're we're talking about this series. We're not in 19. Well, I'm talking about the
0: universe the series within. I apologize. <laughs> so honestly.
1: far, we 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 know of only one god that Adama has has referenced.
0: Well, they also referenced the lords of Kobal.
1: Yeah, the lords of Kobal, but those were those were basically the the rulers of Kobal, right? Cuz he's considered a lord of Kobal.
0: No. He's not a Lord of Kobol.
1: He's on the council. He has that emblem.
0: He's on the quorum of the 12 representing Caprica. But he's not a Lord of Kobol.
1: Hold on. I'm looking I'm looking up the Lords of Kobol. Right? So, I don't think the Lords of Kobol are their gods. Did you have the Battlestar Galactica Mattel Electronics Space Alert game?
0: No, but I did have a version of the Galactica that really disappointed me. It had two Styrofoam Vipers that you could uh, shoot out of a, it was like a a rifle size, it was was supposed to be the Galactica, but it was essentially just a launch bay that had like a hood, like a Cobra hood that would close over the top that looked kind of like a Colonial-esque piece of technology and you could shoot out a couple of those and then I had a Cylon Raider that uh, you could fire the missiles but they'd only go out about a a half an inch because by the time my mom got around to buying me one of those expensive little Raider toys uh, we already had a kid die from choking on the rocket because he shot himself in the throat with the actual missiles that would fire and so Mattel or Hasbro, whoever uh, redesigned them so they wouldn't be a choking hazard. Right. But you could open the cockpit. What I thought was stupid was you could open the cockpit up and take out this little one inch tall uh, moving Cylon.
1: (laughs) Yeah, because nobody's going to choke on that. Nobody's going
0: to choke on that. Nobody's going to put a little Cylon robot in their mouth. (laughs) And I was also disappointed when you opened the little cockpit up, there was only one Cylon.
1: I hated those toys from back then that you could open the cockpit up, but the little dude didn't come out.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Guys got to be able to come out. Yeah. All right. So
1: according to the Battlestar Wiki, the original series 12 colonies of man uh, religion was a combination of a monotheistic religion with prophetic rulers. And those were the uh, lords of Kobol. Okay. So in that crypt that they found in this episode was one of the Lords of Kobal. right. He was the ninth Lord of Kobal.
0: Yeah. So like a pharaoh, an emperor.
1: Right. And it was from the Lords of Kobal that they got those seals and they handed those down to the leaders of, I guess, you know, it was it was called the Seal of the Lords. And they handed those down to the Quorum of the Twelve. So, I mean, technically, that would make the receivers the new Lord of Cobol, right?
0: Well, if we're not on Cobol anymore.
1: Well, they're of Cobol, right? They're, they're descendants well, originally of the people we're, of, of Cobol.
0: Well, originally, we're of Africa. So are we all Africans? Well, no, but... I'm from Wakanda.
1: <laughs> oh,
3: my God. <laughs> Wakanda
1: wouldn't have you.
3: Wakanda forever.
0: Well, you want a tangential note. I hope the next movie has a lot more of his sister in it because she's cool.
1: She was a great character.
0: Super smart and way tough and nobody could cut down a big brother like she could.
1: <laughs> so the one of the last things that I have to touch on is Serena gets shot in the back.
0: Well, yeah, she married a star.
1: Yeah. And, uh, well, I mean, so she decided she didn't want to do Battlestar anymore, and Glenn Larson
0: just— Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman was coming up.
1: Oh, it wasn't that
0: early. That was in the 90s. Still, she could feel it. She could feel it. (laughs) She could feel it.
1: But uh, Glenn Larson just decided to kill off her character instead of, you know, writing her out for possibility of coming back. Who knows? Anyways, he was being a dick. <laughs> so Apollo drops to his knees and is holding his dead wife in his arms. Everybody else is just kind of looking around like. Oh, she's
0: not dead. She doesn't she's... die till they're on the galactic.
1: Okay. His dying, ar- w- a dying wife in his arms. No, you had it right. His dying woman. Oh, shut up. <laughs> and everybody's just kind of looking around like, oh, this is awkward. What do we do? I don't know.
0: Well, maybe they're waiting for their shuttle to get there so they could leave. <laughs>
1: They didn't decide to, you know,
0: assist, offer assist. I mean, well, maybe they don't know how to do any of the medical that needed to be done.
1: So they're just going to sit around and toe fucking dirt.
0: Well, If you don't know what you're doing, you could make things worse. You're not even going to try and help. Well, I don't know. I mean, I'm not them. I wasn't there. (laughs) Maybe they don't work well under high stress situations.
1: Right, right. Starbuck, a Viper medical, pilot. Medical
0: stress, medical stress.
1: In fact, they're all Viper pilots except for Adama, but he was a former Viper no, pilot. No, he was a
0: Viper pilot too.
1: Okay, so they're all Viper pilots but they don't perform well under stress.
0: Just medical stress.
1: Medical stress, medical stress. So they haven't had any kind of field medic training in case they get injured out, you know.
0: Well, sure they have. They get on the little radios and go medic. Oh, God. Uh, (laughs)
1: You said you were going to look at this series with an unbiased eye
0: I am
1: And from your unbiased view You think the series is perfect
0: I think it's great
1: I didn't say it wasn't good I prefaced this entire show On the fact that I was still enjoying it Despite the horrible
0: writing I, and I just haven't seen any horrible writing yet. I didn't even know these people spoke.
1: Oh shit! Oh my god!
0: Wow! 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 All
1: right. Well, while you play with your collectible miniatures,
0: no. You're examining them for detail.
1: we're, go- <laughs> we're gonna do awards. <laughs> so my black Lung award this episode uh, goes again to the only one that I really saw smoking and that is Starbuck. He's got that cigar in every situation.
0: All right, mine goes mine goes to Serena. Serena? Because her lungs got blackened and smoked right at the end. From behind.
1: Oh, uh, I got gotcha. you. Oh, I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you.
0: You're right. They did. She had one of them Cylon non-filters.
1: Right. Those will get you every time.
0: Y'all. Yeah. Take it straight.
1: What about you, Rob?
3: Rob? Uh, my... My part, I would have to say, is is uh. Starbuck. Uh, but more specifically, when he got captured and decided to light up
0: off of a Cylon. Yeah, that ah, was yes, smooth. That was smooth. <laughs> it was, that really was very smooth.
1: So I definitely like Dirk Benedict's portrayal of Starbuck. He's, he's definitely the, the... Oh, yeah. Uh,
0: and it makes it so much funnier when you watch the A-Team at the very beginning when the Cylon walks by him in the casino yeah. and he stops. He's like... What? What? Oh uh, yeah. Do I know you? <laughs> I always enjoyed that.
1: All right, Rob, who's got your head lush award? Uh Well, um
3: I would have to go with uh uh oh, what's his name? Oh my gosh, Boomer. You know, he gets uh when he first gets uh, accused of being uh what, drunk too early? Uh-huh. By Colonel Ty, uh, you know, obvious choice would be everybody else, you know, getting ready for the party. But
0: it seemed kind of funny. I wasn't drunk. And he's like, yeah, sure. Right. See, mine's a tie. Mine's a tie. I'm following Rob. I'm going with Rob, but I'm going to put Jolly in there, too, because even though they weren't drunk, they intended to
1: be. That's right. Yes. In fact, they skipped decontamination so they could go get plowed. That's right. <laughs> well, so... I'm going to go a little bit before uh the party and my head lush award goes to Rick from Magnum PI for stealing all the booze so that everybody could get ripped uh, at the party.
0: There you go. There you go.
1: And my player award this episode is going to go to Serena uh for masterfully playing Apollo and he going all caveman honor. Um, by saying, you know, look, we don't have to be, uh, we don't have to be married if you're going to act like a fucking idiot and demand that I'm not going to be a Viper <laughs> pilot. Uh, that, that shut him <laughs> down pretty fucking quick. So she's got my mind
0: goes to Athena. Oh, do tell. She scared, she scared herself a starbuck back <laughs> into the bush. <laughs>
1: yes, she did.
0: She had claws out.
1: <laughs> yes, she did. And I saw, I noticed that he was still hanging on Cassiopeia.
0: Yeah, right at the death. Right. Right there. But Athena was being held onto by dad, so. Uh, Everybody was getting their support.
1: Is there something we should know later on in the series?
0: Actually, uh, Starbuck doesn't ultimately hook up with either one of them.
1: Oh, I was more concerned with Serena and her dad. Or, uh, not Serena. You
0: sick! Athena. (laughs) 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 <laughs> 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 all right rob who's got your <laughs> player award
3: um i guess i'd have to go with uh, serena as well you know with the whole uh the whole uh, we just won't get married it, it it's the whole like yeah i'm a single mom right now um i can We're get anybody
0: proud, i man. need following. Well, not only that, I mean, she's, no, no, she's no, definitely no, the player. Brown this.
1: Not only that, but she like f- sped up the marriage. I mean, they, they got proposed or she got proposed to and they announced who the hell did that?
0: Wasn't me. Uh,
1: and they announced. No, it wasn't.
3: Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I'm on a moxicillin right now.
1: Oh God. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> so they announced at the dinner
0: it's a nebula.
1: And then the next day she's like, Oh, I want to get married right now. I can't I can't wait anymore. So we're gonna get married because I want to be married just in case you happen to bite it while you're out in space. You know,
3: you could also you could also petition for Adama, you know. He he made the whole comment, you know, hey, if I was a hundred years younger.
1: That's true. That's true. Uh,
0: well the galactic is over five hundred years old, so
1: so he's like only a quarter of the age of the Galactica. Yeah. All right. So my hippo award, my purple hippo award is going to jolly this episode because that jolly. man, when he was coming back to the Galactica from the asteroid, had those hallucinating meat sweats going on from the space <laughs> flu. And you know he was barely able to get his viper back onto the Galactica from all the visions that he was having from that illness. So he's Sweet. getting he's getting my purple hippo award this episode. Cool. What about you, Rob?
3: Uh, I was kind of thinking. No, actually, I was I was actually thinking about the same thing. Was the whole space flu thing and and
0: uh, you know tripping out. A little bit. Not tripping out, but you know what I mean. Well, mine goes to Adama because he'd never heard of a reflection or folks light. (laughs)
1: Yeah, that was good.
0: He got so kinds of wigged out, freaked out.
1: Oh, That was good. I like that one. All right. Well, I think we can put a fork in this one.
0: All right. Well, then let's let Rob pick us one.
1: Well, no, we're going back to... I mean, we're, <laughs> pick us when we're still on the Battlestar.
0: Oh, okay. Wait, wait. Are you ready, um, to, are you ready think, to move on?
1: You don't want to finish the series? I no, think we should I love the show. I love episode. the show. I was just thinking,
0: it's the end of the show, pick another episode. Sorry. Yeah, let's do episode
1: six and seven next. You want to do episode six and seven next?
0: You guys can do it. Um, I'm busy that week.
1: Oh, well... <sighs> Sounds good. Okay. So uh, next week.
3: Did you not like doing this one? Well, I almost decided to do season one, episode five, four and five from the new Battlestar and then totally screw everything up. <laughs> After I watched one through three, I was like, oh, my God, I'm glad I wasn't alive in the 70s. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> No, no, it was it was interesting. I, I mean, I specifically watched one and three just so that I would wouldn't be completely lost. And it still didn't help because I was referencing.
1: I was referencing the uh, new one with the old one. I'm like, wait, I don't understand this. Oh, anyways, next week we are going to cover the original Battlestar Galactica series, episodes 6 and 7. That's The Lost Warrior and The Long Patrol. This is actually two separate episodes instead of the multi-part episodes that we've been covering so far. And actually this is the exception rather than the rule in this series almost to the very end.
3: Are they normally multi-part?
1: Yeah, they're normally multi-part. Like oh. after we do these next two episodes, uh, the next episode's a two-part multi-part. Then you've got a couple more single oh, episodes. I can hardly wait
0: till Living Legend, and
1: then the Living Legend comes. Episodes twelve oh, and thirteen.
0: So oh, 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 Lloyd Bridges. Yep. <sighs> Great. <laughs>
1: All right, well, we would like to thank Rob for joining us this week. Our intro and outro music is Welcome Home by Cambo. Pod crawl music is Snack Mix Machette. If you like the show, please rate and review us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, Podchaser, and Blueberry. You can leave us feedback at smokinganddrinkinginspace.com, on Twitter at atsatis underscore podcast, or email us at smokinganddrinkinginspace at outlook.com. I've been Jason.
0: And I am Red. And that's Rob. Yeah. Yep, I'm Rob. And thanks for joining
1: us. We'll see you next week. Bye.